Welcome to the Antler Up podcast brought to you by Tethered, the world's best saddle hunting gear. We got a fun show for you all today. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to this week's episode. We're on episode 190, and on this week's episode, I was joined by my great friend, Jim D'Agostino. You should know Jim if you've listened to the podcast over the last couple of years, and if you're new to the show, then buckle up because he's one of a kind. A great human, friend, archer, and a hunter, Jim over the last couple of years has really helped me tremendously with my shooting and just the technique and just various other things when it comes to archery. But We wanted to have an episode before the season kicks off statewide here in PA and Jim will be embarking on that opener this weekend for the 5C unit and this is a discussion that we really get into and a whole lot more. It's always a great time whenever I have the chance to record with one of my good friends so really appreciate Jim taking the time. We cover a bunch of other things in this episode like the gear, things he's done to get better for the season, things he's really looking forward to, his goals. Just kind of a great little BS session before the season kicks off. Uh, and uh, just want to just say real quick, thanks again, everybody, for all that support. Really means a lot. And just to give you a quick update, because I talk about how I was going to have already been through the weekend uh, at Maryland. And it's coming gone. Had a really great, great Saturday. Uh, the weather uh, actually wasn't too awful. It was in the 80s, but that evening... Me and my buddy Albert, we went to a new spot and scouted around and had a really, really cool encounter with a great buck that he just, with the rain and everything, I found some fresh sign set up over a scrape and he fooled me with which direction he was going to be coming from. And by that point in time, it was a little too late, hit that ground scent, caught me in the tree. My hand at that point in time was bow on hand. I saw him for about three and a half, four seconds and out he went. So hopefully I get a chance to get after him again later this month. So kind of really cool, uh, type of terrain and tough hunting, but got the cobwebs out. It fires me up to get better for this upcoming year. So thanks again, everybody. Talk to you soon. Antler up. Tethered is a team of saddle hunting fanatics with a passionate addiction to whitetail hunting. Designing and engineering products to be a more efficient and confident hunter, Tethered produces the most mobile, stealthy, and safest elevated hunting gear on the planet. Built by saddle hunters for the saddle hunter. Head over to tethernation.com to see for yourself what exactly I'm talking about. America's Best Bowstrings has been manufacturing high-quality custom bowstrings in the USA since 2006. America's Best Bowstrings strives on the commitment to never end the search for perfection, and this has been the driving force behind the company. Innovative products for every archer out there. Go create a custom set today at americasbestbowstrings.com. And a special code is made for our listeners of the Antler Up podcast for America's Best Bowstrings. Use code ANTLERUP and you will save $10 off your order. 
Spartan Forge stands at the nexus of machine learning and whitetail deer hunting to deliver truly intuitive and science-based products that saves the hunter time spent scouting, planning, and executing their hunts. You have deer prediction, journaling, and the best maps on any hunting app platform there is. Use code ANTLERUP to save 20% off your Spartan Forge membership at SpartanForge.ai. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Antler Up Podcast. I'm joined on the other line by one of, if not my best friend, Jim D'Agostino. Swole Bird, welcome to the show. What's up, buddy? Good to talk to you again. <laughs> uh, so let's see if the next 45 minutes, if I could contain myself by not doing like an inside joke of ours that we just don't go full squirrel like we normally do on a normal daily phone call where I just like do or say something inappropriate. You do the same thing and then it's like, oh shit, here we go. Yeah. Let's try to keep this mature. Here. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so summer's winding down, man, or is over basically for us. And uh, both of us are, about to embark on our hunting season already because you're starting early for the PA because you're in the unit that uh, you're in 5C, so you could start early. Uh, I, at this point in time, will have already been to Maryland on the weekend of, of their opener, which is kind of cool. And you and I and Tom did that hunt a couple years ago where we went to Delaware, obviously just a little bit right next door to that. Man, that was a fun trip, and hopefully, hopefully for your opener, looking ahead, weather looks to be a little bit better than uh, what I've probably endured in Maryland. Yeah, temperatures look a little cooler than what you're going to see, but still a little hotter than I'd, I'd, I'd like, but I, it's hard to complain when I get to start, you know, in 11 days versus the rest of the state. They, you know, have to wait an extra two weeks after me. So I'm going to take, take, take what I can. Yeah. So what's really neat, you kind of went total outside your comfort, comfort zone. And that was just kind of recently that you acquired this, uh, little new little hunting spot, hunting location. And, uh, so we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that, but you know, when it comes to where you're at right now, dude, what have you been up to? Because you've been busy on the little 3d circuit and getting things ready and, and, you know, spending time with the family, still doing that stuff and work. And, you know, you've, it, you've been putting into work, man. You've been a, a busy guy. <laughs> Pretty much so. Yeah. This is our crazy busy season. Everybody that listened in the previous episodes, they know that I do, uh, I'm project manager for an excavation company. So, um, anybody that's in the construction industry, the summertime is insanity. Um, this year more than, than any other for whatever reason, uh, which is a good problem to have. Um, so when I'm not doing that, I'm also doing my archery business on the side. I've been hammering that out. Um, unfortunately I had to turn some folks away this year, which is also another great problem to have, but you know, I'm trying to balance the, you know, workload at, with my actual full-time career with my passion. And then also my family, of course. Um, well, with that said, I mean, vacation season just about winded down. We just got back from our last trip of the year, uh, it was beautiful. We were down in the, we were actually down in the Maryland area for a few days, um, just soaking up the sun, enjoying the time. And, uh, but now it's time to switch gears and not get serious because 11 days out, uh, I still have a few other items to pack and kind of make sure my gear is dialed. But for the most part, I'd say I'm 90% there. Yeah. Um, 
and I'm, I'm super pumped. And, and like you were saying before, I, you know, typically in years past, I've always hunted, you know, quote unquote, the big woods of PA, you know, a public land guy. I'm always searching for the adventure and, and trying to go um, seek out the unknown. I love not setting cameras. I love like just, you know, seeing the natural sign and like kind of going against like the trail systems and, and kind of doing things the way they did, you know, a hundred years ago and just kind of being a little more, uh, uh, savvy in my, you know, uh, hunting skills than just relying on some of the new equipment. But with that said, um, I did do, I did decide to, you know, I got talking with some folks and I'm seeing a lot of stuff on YouTube where guys are having a ton of success with gigantic deer on a lot of these private pieces. And I've never been a guy, you and I've talked about it a million times. Like we've never been guys to be like, Oh, private versus public or hate on one or the other. Well, you and I've always kind of been mountain hunters and, 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 and public land hunters well before it was cool. But like, I still love the chase of whitetail period. So like I'm willing to do whatever it takes to kind of shoot a big mature whitetail. So, you know, uh, after talking to some folks and seeing a lot of things online, I kind of, I did some door knocking, which was the first time I've ever done that. Um, and it was super nerve wracking, but uh, thankful. Most of the houses that we talked to, the people were nice. They've been knocked on before and they kind of, you know, they handled us very well. Um, when I say us, it's uh, me me and my, uh, our buddy, Josh, that you and I shot with at the, um, the montage mountain shoot. Great dude. Um, Anyway, uh, so we did some door knocking and we were able to nail down about 130 acres between two properties that butt against each other. And uh, after doing a ton of scouting, a ton of field watching, some camera work, um, we we think we kind of, I don't want to spoil anything, but I think we hit it kind of big. Some of the biggest deer that I've seen this early in the season for sure Again, I'm coming from the mountain scene to this kind of ag land type <laughs> private hunting. And it is uh, now I see why it's such a big thing on YouTube and why it's so addicting. I mean, it's just uh, it's a different kind of chase. But boy, the action is packed nonstop. You don't sit for days and not see anything. You're you're seeing deer within minutes. Yeah. So you slipped that uh, that farmer like a couple hundreds and said, tie this to the tree for me for when I get in there. <laughs> Basically, uh, no, I didn't do that, but I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm going to buy him a nice gift card if this pans out. Um, basically, I just, you know, there's a, uh, without giving out too much information, there's a, an adjoining uh, orchard that's there that's always been known for the, over the years of being decimated by the deer. The deer population in that area is just insanity, and, and the farmers have always been struggling. And, um, a lot of the farmers families do hunt their property. So they kind of help manage that deer, those deer herds themselves. So some of those guys were not, you know, inclined to accept on new hunters, but this guy doesn't have any family members that hunt. And, um, you know, was, you know, we approached it in a manner that was very professional. We gave him our information, copies of our licenses, uh, you know, he understands, he knows what vehicles we drive we communicate very well with them and, and, and just keeping it strictly professional because we're in there to do a job, which is manage a deer herd, but we're also in there to, I mean, we're after big deer. So yeah. that's really, you know, the big, the big chase. But with that, we also have quite a few doe tags and we're going to help the population overall. Um, but hoping this, you know, maybe pull out a giant would be uh, icing on the cake. Yeah. That's fun, man. That's just, it's something new. It's <laughs> exciting. And I liked what you said about going back to one of the, first things you said in that conversation was that you kind of are 
relying on your woodsmanship, like the things that you've, you've done your whole life growing up and not relying on say cell cameras or heck even trail cameras in general. And what's funny is this past weekend, uh, obviously, you know, you, when you were away, I went back home with my dad, uh, had the extra day and he and I, that's just, man, one of my favorite days of the year besides going in and hunting with him is, is putting in the work, right? Going in and, and checking cameras or doing more mock scrapes, just being up there with him. Like those are just some of my favorite days when I'm not with my daughter and my wife and stuff like that, or my, like my best friends, like give me time up on the club at the mountain with my dad just to whatever, like I said, it's, I got there at 10 AM. I left by 4 PM esque time frame, And that day just went by so quick. Right. Um, but the thing that where I'm going with that is the spot where you, Aaron and I went, uh, last year, I, I, I want to say back in June, Jim, I reactivated one of the cameras. I thought I formatted the card for, it was a cell camera and it's one that doesn't do uh, video. It's just pictures. I, something was wrong with the memory card and I was going to go in there over the weekend to kind of reset it because it was the spot where I had the double scrape, good amount of deer. And that morning when I was there, I said, my dad's like, do you want to go down there first? And I said, no, I don't. I said, let's, Let's leave it be. I know when my dad and I went out there scouting postseason during like right before spring. And when we went in there in June, like we found some really good stuff during those two things like deer move in there. And it's just a matter of, like you said earlier, using the woodsmanship and using the terrain features and finding the sign. I don't need the cameras to tell me like, oh my gosh, it's hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I'm going to go in there when yep. I, regardless, whenever my schedule allows me to go in there. So it's not like I'm planning a day off or I can't do that. Right. As being a teacher. So I, regardless, if that's my time period on a Saturday that I'm going in, I'm just going to go in and I'm going to go in over that hot sign and, and do that. So, um, so I left that whole side to my, you know, alone basically. And my dad and I, we, he had to change a couple cam, cap, a couple batteries and the cameras that he has out, and uh, I did put out a, another cell camera on one of the spots that I had a regular SD card, just because it's one of those locations where kind of widening the net on that big nine from last year, uh, and it's the one spot that I found during the rifle season, going out scouting, found some big rubs and a couple different scrapes and natural scrapes. So I hung a, a cell camera over that. And it was really neat because the camera that I had there was on video. And I would say I've made the mistake over the last couple of years of being too afraid of batteries because I live so far away of going through them and to run a camera on video. But this time I did. And dude, what a helpful tool. I know this is like elementary shit, right? I know people are like, well, yeah, duh, you're going to learn so much more, but man, like understanding how the deer use that spot location rather than maybe when that picture finally goes off and that deer's only three feet in front of the camera or whatever, compared to seeing that deer walk in from whatever X location and seeing the time frame and all that stuff, it was just really cool and really helpful. And just again, more confident. I know that's the camera telling me something, but man, what a, what a better understanding you can have of a location when you have that little bit of detail. And, you know, even if it's dough, like that's a prime example where I'm saving until the end of October, early November. Like I won't go in there until before that. 
take the guesswork out of building your own arrows for this upcoming season by ordering a custom set of arrows from Exodus Outdoor Gear. They have developed and sourced literally the most precise archery components on earth to build a tailored arrow for your hunting adventures. Just head over to Exodus's website and plug in your specifications in the arrow builder and have your custom set sent straight to your door. You have two arrows to choose from, one being the MMT arrow, which is a 246 diameter shaft, and the new NIS, which is a 204 diameter shaft arrow. Use code AU to save 15% off your tailored arrow order at exodusoutdoorgear.com. Mm-hmm. So, no, that's a lot. That's a lot of great points. I mean, that just uh, reiterated, you know, what we're, what we said about, um, you know, not overthinking it and, you know, kind of letting our woodsmanship kind of paint the picture for us. I mean, you, you could tell by the trail systems and by the sign, how often it's being used, yeah. you know, you know, deer are using it. And if deer are using it, there's a chance that a buck's coming through there. I like cameras, even in the big woods, sometimes just for inventory purposes and kind of giving me the oohs and ahs of like, oh, there's there's some bear in the area or there's a no, there's a giant buck that came through here, right. what what have you. But there's no, in my in my experiences, and I, I think you could feel the same way in the areas that we have generally hunt that there is no, um, you know, you, you don't name deer, you're not you're not uh, <laughs> uh, patterning them per se. I mean, heck, you, you can't even the wind the wind changes on a drop of a dime. You know, it's even hard to plan that way. So you're you're constantly rolling with the punches out there. But, um, you know, back to uh, what I was saying a little earlier is that, you know, we are are being on this new private piece and now having to actually use cameras because the deer are living in such a smaller vicinity and are, are you know, the patterning is much more. I mean, I have, I have morning and evening um, movement, a lot of with the same deer, you know, uh, some deer have a spe- really specific markings like a dropped ear or some uh, scarring and what have you. So I, I could definitely tell and, and see where guys are coming from with patterning deer on these types of ag uh, properties. And boy, is it a rush. It's like super neat to hone on and kind of almost build a relationship with these deer. Yeah. And uh, and I know there's thousands of guys out there that are like, well, welcome to the party. I mean, I am late to the game when it comes to this <laughs> camera, you know, ag hunting type thing. But it's a whole new adventure and, I, and I'm not going away from, I'm still going to be in the mountains a lot this year. I just, this is just another tool to the tool bag and yeah. something I could do after work and it's closer to home and it kind of works out with my family life as well. But I, I I'm never going to give up my, you know, my, the way I've always hunted. Um, I'm just going to, like I said, add this to the bag and um, boys, it, it's freaking awesome. And I encourage anybody who has even just a few acres around them that they potentially could hunt or you think might hold some good deer um, go knock on some doors, you know, I, just put yourself out there. I mean, heck, if I could do it, anybody could do it. I was fum- the first couple of houses I was fumbling over myself. I probably sounded like an idiot, but, um, you just be honest with people, what you're, what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish. And, um, you know, people are receptive to that. And even the people that didn't, you know, weren't accepting to the whole hunting or they were anti hunt, even the anti hunters that I talked to were super polite and they understood the goal. Uh, when you explain it to them the right way. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty psyched. I mean, You're like up. I said, new You're adventure, dude, new adventure. Um, I've been sending you a bunch of my trail camera pictures and stuff. I'm like a little kid this year with, uh, with all the action. Um, so I'm pretty fired up. And, and again, we could always fall back to the mountains and just kind of get out there and just kind of disconnect, you know, from yeah. the, 
the day to day. So like you said earlier, it's a great place because it's closer to home, you know, just to kind of give the listeners a quick little either refresh or those that are new to the show, you know, you and I hunt had have hunted the kind of the same vicinity our whole lives without knowing each other even prior to that point in time in Northeast PA, like the same mountain just on opposite sides and, and all that type of stuff. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that's pretty neat. So like now you're closer to home, so you don't have to drive that extra hour and and a little bit of change up North to, to go hunt that. So that Mm -hmm. is closer to you. And like you said, you, you know, there's going to be times on the weekends, maybe you don't want to go, you know, are you, are you planning on, I mean, obviously this could be a great, time throughout the year to hunt this location and i'm sure you, you will during you know bits and pieces but you know are, are you going to really hone in on this that early season hell even into like early october even a little bit yes um i think that you, it, it being only 130 some acres it, it's uh you got to be kind of strategic on when you go in you don't want to completely blow it up but i think that just based off where it's sitting, uh, they're used to humans. They're used to daily activities, mm-hmm. farmers, machines, etc. So I don't think it's really going to disrupt things too much. Um, I just based off of the the cons- super consistent patterning right now, and the advantage of being able to hunt that unit super early, I'm definitely going to hit that. That's going to be where I'm going to be the first few weekends of the season for sure. I will be in that area. Yeah. Um, as things move on to like late October, early November, uh, that's when I know like the mountains typically start to heat up. Um, and I'll probably see myself venturing back there unless I'm having a different type of action or a more consistency with, a, with some other deer or something, you know, that changes my mind, but, or you kill a big old farm slammer on the opening weekend. That would, <laughs> that's, that'd be the, that would be, that would be the ultimate, the big old farm slammer with some uh, velvet still hanging off them would just yeah. be a dream come true. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you never know what, 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 uh, what could encounter because what shit two weeks, two years ago, last year, you killed a really good buck, uh, during rifle season with the boys from New York with Billy and them from Pertnier outdoors. But two years prior, uh, that was kind of like you, you broke your streak of killing a buck, but you could have killed yeah. a buck on that opening day uh, during that early season in, in September. It was a decent eight point that, you know, you were like, you're kind of regretted, you know? Yeah, that actually, that actually was that 150 uh, inch uh, 12 point that a buddy of mine shot that, that guy that um, I knew from school. Yeah. I sent you those pictures. Like he actually, uh, and he, that was the one he was, he entered, I'd entered one of the uh, big buck contests, but he was like a day late. If you recall, oh, yeah, but, it was a gi- absolutely gigantic yeah. year. I'm talking about that one. Remember when it was on public? Remember you and I were going to go into that one spot, and you had two bucks on you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, that's right. I I was I was actually in public area down this way, like towards yeah. that gun range that I took you to before. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I had <laughs> I had two beautiful eight points come into me that 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 opening day, and I didn't draw. I didn't even draw on them. I just. I was electing to try to shoot a better deer and looking back at it, those two deer are a lot of what I have hanging in my basement right now. And I should have, should have capitalized on it, but it's, uh, it's, that's how it goes, you know? And, and, and it, it did ruin my streak. I was seven in a row going into that point, which I'm pretty proud of. Oh, hell yeah. Um, but that's the way it goes. Yeah, dude. So, and then, like I said earlier too, you, you had fun on the 3d circuit this past spring and, and summer, you know, we shot twice uh, cool events, but then you shot, uh, some that actually counted for some, some payouts and you, uh, you, you got some paid, you got, you had some paydays. I did. I, I had a couple podiums. I won, I won one. I won the first, actually the first one of the year, um, which was cool. Um, but some of the others, I, I did catch some podiums and ca- caught a little bit of cash, but, 
didn't shoot quite as well as I wanted to. Um, I felt like I was going into them super confident, but I also was switching setups kind of in the middle of it, which I think might have screwed me up a little bit, but I don't want to put any blame on anything. It's from, I just didn't show up. You know, I didn't show up to the party. Yeah. But overall, shot decent. I just know that there was more to be had on the table. But, yeah, 3D season's wrapped up. All that stuff's packed away. Yep. Um, and got the broadheads out, man. Yeah. <laughs> just just fired up. So you were saying too earlier, you know, you're like 90% ready to rock and roll as far as like your gear goes and equipment yep. goes. What what else do you have left to do or what have you done that you're really pumped about? Anything like regarding that that world? Um, I just picked up a couple more. Um, I like to carry two to three headlamps. I know that sounds kind of obnoxious. Some guys are like, oh, just recharge them or just carry some batteries. For the few extra ounces, even when I'm going pretty deep, a few miles deep, it, it really, to me, it's... I've been out there a lot of times, miles from the, from any roadway where I've gotten caught up either tracking a deer or hung up late or got twisted around and not having a, a some sort of light is like devastating. So um, I just picked up, um, actually I haven't had them hanging over there right now. I just picked up a couple more headlamps um, from, uh, uh, I think they're from Diamondback. Yep. The company Diamondback that makes like the trekking Diamond. poles and stuff too. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, they were they came highly recommended from uh, my brother in law. He's a big hiker. He lives out west, and he highly recommended those. So, nice. trying those out this year. Um, let's see. I got uh, I got some of the predators, uh, or not the predators. I had the skeletors. Excuse me, <laughs> confused the platform and the sticks. I got some of the skeletors this year to run. Um, so I'm pretty pumped about that. I usually always even even on some of the deep pieces, I'll even pre hang a couple of sticks. But this year, having um, the predators, I'm just going to carry everything in and out. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I just need to kind of run through my, my kill kits and stuff and make sure I have everything, make sure my knives, knives are sharp, make sure I got all my, my bags in case I need to pack stuff out, which I've done a lot of times. Hopefully on this farm, I'll kill a slammer, and I could just pull my truck right up or a four-wheeler right up there and just live the luxury that I've been seeing for on, on YouTube for years. Yeah, and you're, um, you're, you're shooting the severs. Right for shooting the severs, the one, uh, 1.75s. Yeah. Uh, pretty pumped about that. They fly like darts and I'm not just saying that. I mean, you know me, I'm pretty honest when it comes to the equipment. I uh, not biased by any means when it comes to brands. I just try everything. Um, I shot muzzy trail cars a lot. I shot rages a lot. Uh, all the basic ones that everybody has shot over the years and had successes with. Uh, I think the severs fly the best in my opinion. Yeah. So just the accuracy factor alone is awesome. They look gnarly. They're going to open up and I've seen, you know, plenty of videos and, and pictures from you yeah. of the devastation that they could, that they could do. Um, so putting them where you want them is the main goal. And I think these are going to be it. Yeah. I'm uh, kind of going into Maryland with a little moss pot, mosh posh of broadheads, got severs, got grim reapers got vpas got annihilators i kind of have everything i'm hoping to be able to use them all i mean i wreck broadheads. It's a testing circuit man you yeah. got a lot of doe tags dude yeah. it's, it's a testing circuit yeah, only 15 of them i mean what the hell i mean hopefully hopefully we could do I'll, I'll be able when this sucker releases or something be like yep this is what i was able to use and give a little recap or i'll be shit out of luck so but yeah, I'm I'm excited too. I feel really good with with where I'm at. I was practicing this past weekend, obviously shooting. This is again, you know, a kudos to you for over the last couple of years of helping me through all my demons that I face and how confident I I am as far as the shooting goes and mentally, you know, I think a lot has played into that. I think, you know, working through the skills 
it was a big step, but I think I was more mentally just broken. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and I finally mm-hmm. feel good there as far as that goes and confident and just, you know, slowing things down, just remembering what good people have said about you, you have time, you know what I mean? And, and, and if you don't have that mm-hmm. time on, on that animal, then, you know, tip the cap, tip your hat to him. <laughs> you know, that the, yeah. he lives to fight another day. You live to fight another day as, as far as that goes. So, and I was trying to, uh, I was practicing getting up and down, like with the whole repelling thing. And I really do enjoy that. Uh, I'm really excited to get better at that. Uh, I, I mean, it's super easy. It's just for me, it's, it's working through the initial setup, which is, isn't hard, but it's, things are different now. Like my, I've, I've been for the last three, four years, all my ropes were on my left pouch, right? So now my lineman is still on my left, but then on the right side, I have the roll up pouch and that's where my long, you know, rope is and just the way things roll and move and where are things. So it's just a yep. little, little bit different. Electrify, escape and expand with PWR. Nothing will hold you back from finding adventure on your own terms. Forge your own path to places others can't reach by car, by foot, or using analog equipment. Electrify your adventure with PWR's unique e-powered adventure tools that are just as fun to ride as they are practical. Escape the ordinary methods of enjoying the outdoors that take you to the same old spots it seems everyone ends up. Expand your playground, push beyond your old limitations, and find a new comfort zone. Check out the brand new Rome scooter that comes equipped with four inch wide, heavily treaded tires for maximum grip over loose and aggressive terrain. The 24 inch front wheel diameter makes easy work of rolling over roots, rocks, and other low obstacles in your path. Use code antlerup750 for $750 off or antlerup25 to save 25% off the site, excluding the Rome. So check out ridepwr.com and prepare for your next adventure. You know, I'm keeping my backband now in my backpack because I only use that on longer hunts anyway. It's not like as soon as I go up, I'm putting my backband on. So instead of taking up space in my pouch, it's now living in the backpack. So that way my hiss strap could live in my pouch. You know what I mean? Just things like that. Um, but other than that, dude, it's kind of, you know, same same shit, different day. I'm excited to 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 repel down, like cl- practicing that has been so fun. One, number, number two, it's been just reassuring of how quick and efficient, like we could really be, um, especially to some of these places. Like I'm excited, like how you were saying about leaving sticks in, in uh, a tree here and there, like depending on where you hunt, like I'm thinking mm-hmm. those, those days were when it's, I'm going to hunt maybe a consecutive spot. Uh, like even if I would just hunted in an evening and I plan on getting back in that same tree in the morning back at home, man, just repelling down and being able to get right back up in that tree is going to be really, really sweet. Yeah. Super slick. I can still haven't seen you do that in person yet. I'm, I'm interested to try that yeah. in the future. Yeah. Cause it seems it, quick and easy from the videos I've seen. Yeah. I mean, cause the other thing is I'm not one sticking, right. I'm, I'm literally still using the same amount of sticks. It's just the coming down yeah. process. And I know you don't like using the efficiency. Yeah. Yeah. I know you don't like using an aider, but you know, even the tree that I was practicing on the other day, I only needed to use my aider once. And then I climbed up like an additional stick and set the platform because of the branches and, and the cover and all that stuff. And I was like, sweet. Mm-hmm. 
And then it was funny because when I was getting down, I kind of had a, a brain fart because I was starting to get my Lyman's rope out. I was like, wait, what are you doing? You don't need your Lyman's rope. You're, you're repelling yeah, yeah. down. <laughs> new routine. Yeah, new, yeah. yeah, exactly. That new routine. So I'm, I'm excited to give it a go for Maryland. Uh, I'm excited to hunt with my buddy Albert again. Uh, I got to introduce you to him. Really good dude like who I hunted Ohio with for turkey. And, man, I, I'm hoping – I'll tell you what, Jim, if I kill – with him, I, I'm I'm going to beg him to hunt the rut with me here in Pennsylvania or damn near that because it seems like whenever I'm with him, I got that lucky it's horseshoe sho- yeah shoved up you know where yeah. but um yeah I'm ex- I'm excited just to go you know I I said it before on Dan Johnson's podcast just recently where it's a good time to get the cobwebs out a little bit right it's it's a, a don't get me wrong I'm excited I hope I do get opportunities and I'm going to be hunt my butt off for those op- opportunities. But in the grand scheme of things, it's, it's nearby. I'm getting out in the woods a couple of weeks early and going to be able to go in there and, and hopefully yeah. find success, but also dust the cobwebs off and, and get those meaningful reps. Like I've, we've talked about it countless of times on the podcast, shoot your bow, take your reps, do this, do now. And I know life could get in the way and, and, you know, maybe you're on a swing for a couple of days or for a week or two weeks, and then you go a week or two without doing what you're just practicing so hard. So like to get actually actual game time reps, meaningful reps in the woods where things actually matter, that's going to be really fun for us. And and you're going to be, like you said, you're, you're less than 11 days right now as we record this. Yep. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you have, you're going to a pretty deer dense area. I mean, obviously they're given you have 15 doe tags, which is insane. Um, and it's a quick two day banger. Yep. So you still are going to have to work hard, but there's a real good chance you're going to be on some deer and, um, you know, you got to just make some good shots and just let it let loose. Like you said, break, break out of that, um, break the ice on the season Yeah, and get some meat in the freezer, get, build that confidence and then take that into your, your uh your other hunts where you're going to need to put a little more strategy in yeah that's the game plan too like i'm not going to be picky <laughs> uh, i i know we were joking earlier just i have no expectations i know there's some really good big bucks in in maryland and there could be potentially where i'm hunting and all that type of stuff but in the grand scheme of things man i'm there to to do one thing and that's to to fill some tags so uh if given those opportunities to get those reps to get you know I want to break that that elite in, man. You know, like a lot's changed mm-hmm. since you and I have recorded that podcast that we did in your basement last time. Like a whole new world of of a setup that I have, and you know, I've really enjoyed that that bow that I was shooting. My dad is now shooting that one, uh, and I, you know, behind me is the Omnia. But in what I'll be bringing with me is that Elite Era. That's the one I shot with um, on the Montage Mountain shoot that we did together, and that bow is like an extension to, to my arm right now. And I love, love that bow. I think elite really did a great job with, with those bows. And, and, and in all honesty, I don't care whatever happens in the future. These bows are like, they talk to me like they, they, that's, that's mm-hmm. what I really enjoy. Love shooting. And, and it's awesome. Confidence is everything, man. You know, feel good, play good. You know, it's that same, same old saying it's like, um, and you did, you shot them really well. It, you just felt, like when I watched you, it was more like, uh, you know, it was more natural, you know, you didn't, you weren't over aiming. You weren't like trying to, uh, kind of muscle the bow per se, you know, you just were fluent and it looked smooth. So I agree. I say, I'm, I say stay with it regardless. Yeah. And, uh, I think good things will happen. Yeah. Do you know what, uh, 
got a couple messages and you and I really need to sit down and, and come together with this, uh, recently with the year, you know, usually around this time we either have new hats or some new shirts come, <laughs> coming out. So we, yeah. we, we have, we have to come together and come up with something because I have uh, in all, in all honesty, I've gotten a couple people reaching out. So we got to come up with something. I know I got Parker working on, on a design for a t-shirt. So I know he's a little bit busy right now uh, with some hunts, early season hunts and stuff like that. But I talked to him and he's good to go. And, uh, and to be completely honest, uh, I, I gave him full reign. I was like, I don't, I, I can't, I've been trying to design something myself. I don't like anything I've been doing. And, um, I really like what Parker's been creating for people the last couple months. Uh, I mean, well, sure. Parker did our, our new logo last year's and I just really love his work. But anyway, so he, he, I gave him full reign. He's like, so just come up with something. I'm like, yes, sir. Have at it. Like whatever you mm-hmm. think you, you like, uh, I'm going to roll with it and we're going to rock it. So that will be like a t-shirt design, but I got to talk to Shay to do some more hats. So you, you and I talked about doing some, uh, you know, more neutral colors yep. that are more casual wear type colors. Yep. So if anybody listening to this, you know, uh, has any ideas, please shoot us a DM. Yeah. Let us know what color scheme you think or a combination will go with the patches. And, and uh, yeah, we're looking to switch it up a little bit. We have plenty of the blacks and the greens and the camos and the, the yeah. standard hunting stuff. Yeah. We're trying to mix it up a little bit. So that encourage people to wear their, our, our logo year round, you know? Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm, I'm for that. Um, what else, man? What what else you got going on right now? Uh, how's the family and, and what do you got going on and is, Every, you know, all that stuff? Everybody's good. Uh, T-ball and soccer is over for right now. So this is kind of like a little bit of a lull in the little guy's uh, uh, hobbies. So um, I've been getting getting him out with me when I do some scouting. I had him out sitting there watching the Amir Glass in some of the fields. Um, he's, you know, just trying to ease him into it. And I'm hoping that he takes over where I left off. Cause I got a bunch of stuff invested that I'd love to pass <laughs> down to him one day. Um, and, uh, yeah, just spending quality time. You know, I, like I said, the, the, the summer vacation season's coming to an end here and my wife knows what she's in for, you know, for the hunting season. But I, I've done my honeydews. I've, I've made, I've uh, earned my points all throughout the year. So I'm ready to cash in now. Um, but yeah, just um, nothing, nothing else really coming up. Our 3D season's over. I mean, I'm just my eyes are on the prize right now. I'm I'm like a heat-seeking missile. I'm like opening day. I, I plan, and I'm not trying to be overconfident, but I, I'm planning on going and killing opening day. Yeah, like that's how that's my mindset going into this. Yeah, um, and I think that's the that's the kind of way to be. Is just kind of, you know, if they're lofting it up to you right now, you gotta you gotta hit it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Um. And that's kind of my main focus. So I've, every day when I come home from work, I've been shooting my bow. I've been shooting with broadheads. I've been making sure that my equipment's dialed. Um, uh, I was up in the saddle shooting the other day. Um, Josh and I are actually talking about going in last minute here this week and I actually might put up like one or two regular hang-on uh, lock-on tree, uh, tree stands just for something quick to get into after work. Um, and I even still, even with that, I still take my saddle. I use it as my safety belt. Mm-hmm. And when I'm up there, I actually prefer it, um, because it gives me that stability to shoot. Um, you know, if I had to shoot behind me, I could still tether off and shoot that backside there. Um, and, and I just love the stability of being in the comfortability of being that I'm, I'm a guy that stands most of the time anyway. So, um, so yeah, 
just, you know, we made nice pathways and everything to, for, to nice, quick, easy, quiet access. Um, so all the hard work I think is done. It's just practice and staying focused is the main thing right now. Yeah. All right. So let me put you on the spot. I'm sure it's, it's probably something along the lines that, that you've already just said, but you know, going with all the hard work and everything that you've put in and, and on and off, like I'm going to say like on and off the field, right? Like what you've been doing, what would you say is a goal or do you have any goals for, for this upcoming year? Um, I've, and maybe for some people, this is kind of like, you know, laughable, but I've never killed an 140 inch plus deer, uh, especially with archery equipment. My biggest one ever is 138 inches. He's close. Um, I proudly have him mounted in my living room. Um, I've I've shot a lot of really good deer. You've been to my house. Very proud of all of them. Um, I just have not been able to break that 140 mark. So that is definitely my goal. I have some on camera just by eye. I know that they're in that bracket. Um, so that's, that's, you know, I just want to be able to say that I did it to, to shoot 140 inch plus deer in Pennsylvania with your bow, whether it be public or private, I don't give a crap where you're hunting. That is the prestigious, um, you know, tier to be at. Yeah. And for those of you that have done that, and I'm sure there's thousands of you out there that have done that, uh, you, you know, you, I tip my cap, I shake your hand. That is a, a tremendous accomplishment. And, um, I'm hoping that I could say that I I've done the same, but that is my main goal this year um aside from that i definitely need to put meat in the freezer i shot four deer last year and we are basically empty my little guy hammers deer meat (laughs) so um you might have to shoot a couple extra dough down there in maryland for me and bring some back so yeah um obviously filling the freezer is always the top priority but i really want to i really want to break that that 140 barrier and just um, to be able to say that I did that. And even, even guys in my family, there's been very few in my family that have even done that. You know, we're, we're old school backcountry PA deer hunters, you know? Um, so that would just be, it'd be, it'd be, it would mean a lot to me yeah. from all the hard work we that I've done. Well, like you said too, about the bow hunting thing for the guys that have done it and everything like that. Like when you think about it, if you're in the market for finding a new trail camera, I highly encourage you to look no further than Exodus. Exodus has two main options to choose from as far as cameras go. A budget-friendly option that doesn't compromise quality. The Exodus rival is the camera for you. Simplicity meets functionality in this easy-to-use, feature-rich cell camera. The rival offers crystal clear, photo quality, easy setup and use with complete remote management through the app anywhere in the world. Two already are set up in Northeastern PA for me, and they're working flawlessly. And if you're looking for an all-encompassing cell camera, seriously, look no further than the Render. It's their flagship camera. It stood the test of time for thousands of hunters across the country. I have one deployed here locally where I live and another one I'm saving for back in Northeastern PA. Again, zero issues. And I'll tell you what, Exodus stands by their five-year warranty for accidents or for theft top of the line customer service so see for yourself why so many made the switch to exodus and experience the exodus difference use code au to get 15 percent off your first camera today more things can go wrong than right i believe when it comes to like what we're doing up in the tree right like just you name it the deer could do a hundred million things that could cause you to miss a, a friggin' little branch could cause you to miss Right. And then there's a million things that you as the shooter could do to miss. Right. And only one 100%. thing, you know, and, and you just need the one thing to happen. Right. 
Like you just got to go through your motion, like go through it and, and get it done. But more, more bad could happen than, than good. So like you said, the people that have done it, that, you know, been in this situation where they've killed that. And I mean, in any deer with archery equipment, I, I mean, number one, the number two, the guys and girls, whatever that, that are able to do it on, like you said, one forties plus man, like you said, you shake that hand and tip that, tip that mm-hmm. cap. And it's, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. I just would like to say that I was able to do it. I mean, very few times in my, uh, sh- my hunting career, I mean, I'm only 35. So in my short hunting career, I'd like to say that I've even had a, a caliber of that deer in front of me. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, the type of uh, terrain in the woods that we hunt. It's, it's few and far between. Um, I've seen a lot. I've not had a lot of shot opportunities in that, in that, but they definitely exist without question. It's just, uh, just the chase, man, getting in there, getting it done with the limited time that we have as as hard workers and fathers, um, and other, and have, and have other hobbies and things to, to, to do the limited time with this being a one buck state, no hunting on Sundays. I mean, all the odds are stacked against us. Um, so to shoot what we've shot, I'm very proud, but I would love to be at that next year. Yeah. And then to kind of wrap things up, you are doing New York this year. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Those are my two main States. I mean, I'm hoping my, my, my goal right now is to get in kill early in PA and then get up to New York and hunt that hard for the rest of the archery season yeah. into the gun season. Um, I always hunt PA New York in the, in the rifle season regardless, but I'm, I plan on hunting hard in the archery season. Now that I've done my homework over the last few years up there, I, I kind of have a good lay of the land and the different pieces I'm going to be hunting. So I'm excited to do that. But my main focus is, is that goal here in PA. So fingers crossed for me. Yeah, dude. I like it, man. Well, I appreciate this quick conversation and hopping on and, and talking about what you have early season and what I got going on and stuff like that. You know, the, the really neat thing is that to see where, you know, like where we've got, come from, you know, where we're going right now, as far as, as hunting goes and just, I don't know, man, it's just a really fun, fun year. And I'd love this time of year because we get a chance to talk to friends. You know, this is the one thing that we all, no matter what, have in common, right? Like, I mean, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, majority of us are, that in our friends group, you know, we got families, whether it's, you know, uh, significant others or girlfriends and kids and you know, like that's all cool and, and fun and dandy. But when it comes to this time of year, yep. you know, it's just so cool to, to catch up with our buddies and, and see what we got going on and how we're hard, hard we're hunting. And, you know, the, the other thing that I really enjoy is when we talk to each other, because obviously even like for you and I, like you're not necessarily strictly invested in my hunt. Right. Like, and I'm not strictly invested into your hunt either because I'm not there with you. You're not there with me. So like when I'm on that struggle bus, it's nice to talk to you, Tim, Tom, Billy, you know, like, you know, those guys, that way they could kind of knock you down a peg or give you a little bit of insight. Cause they're not really attached to that specific hunt. So I don't know, man, we're, we're really lucky, really blessed to, to have such a good core group of friends. And, and, uh, you know, and, and like, like when we talk to Mike and text message with him, what he's got going on in, in New York as well, like with he and his dad and, you know, we bounce things off of that. And like, it's just, I don't know. It's just, this is such a fun time of year and I'm excited to, to get it rolling this year. Yeah, I agree. It's just the time where you could go into any bar, restaurant, uh, any family gathering, and you always catch that one person that that's a deer hunter, and then boom, you're 
you're instantly engaged in conversation and sharing stories and ideas and tips. And yeah. it's just like, it doesn't get any better, man. This is what we live for. Yeah. I mean, I'm just giddy. I'm sitting here, my heart's racing, thinking about it, man. I'm just <laughs> fired up. Like, uh, this, this podcast just made me that much more revved up. You know, I just been dreaming of that, of the opening morning and, like I do every year. I'm like a little kid. It's just, uh, I don't, it's a fire that will never burn, uh, burn out for me, yeah. you know? Yeah. Dude, appreciate it. Those of you listening and everything, make sure to go check out Jim over at Keystone Precision Archery uh, on, on Instagram and everything like that. And we're planning on doing a hunt or two together this year. So be on the lookout for that. And, and I'm really excited for, for you, buddy. I, I can't wait to receive that message when I'll be at, uh, a, a little family event of that opening weekend. And hopefully I'll get a message or a call and say, I got to go. <laughs> I got to drive two and a half hours to go, to go yeah. see what you, what you, you and I made a promise dude. if yep. you shoot that big nine or if I shoot that uh, yep. big eight or the big 10 yep. that I, you know, we're driving to each other's houses yeah. and, and, and celebrating, man. That's yep. it. That's it. Game over. <laughs> yeah. Divorced. So. We gone. <laughs> yep. I appreciate um, I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody's uh, support. I, Antler Up has really exploded over the last couple of years, um, both with podcasts and different social media platforms. Um, you know, bumping into people at my 3D shoots that have listened to the better podcast listeners, they see me wearing a hat or a shirt, and they just say, "Oh!" And it's, it's just phenomenal what it's really turned into. And uh, it's kudos to you for all your hard work, dude. I'm just a little little tiny blip on the on the radar trying to help do my part too but seriously it's uh it's been fun appreciate you man well everybody good luck in the woods if you're going out this weekend and in, in uh either on the eastern side of pa or on the western side by pittsburgh best of luck again out of state if you're doing maryland doing uh delaware all that fun stuff and get after it best of luck to you uh hit us up let us know what, what you're seeing what you're doing maybe we'll we'll drop a little quick little 15 minute 20 minute bangers during the week as an yep. extra episode uh, just to talk to see what's going on. So hit us up for, for that as well. And uh, we'll see you next week, everybody. Till next time, Antler Up. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Antler Up podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Please go check us out on our Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Go Wild and at antlerupoutdoors.com. If you enjoyed this episode, go leave a review and subscribe for next week's episode. Until then, Antler Up.